I know I know there's a lot of people vying for the spot. You know what I'm saying? I know um see uh, uh, uh what's his name? C C Mac C Mac it's not C Mac um what's his name? Fifty Ficker Crip Crip Mac Crip Mac Crip Mac No but he's trying. I, I you gotta give Crip Mac a little credit, you know what I'm saying? He's like listen, Cardi B before she blew up released a massive amount of mixtape type songs that were uh, garbage but you know what i think she had to go through that process of getting better at rapping you know what i'm saying and so you gotta you, just keep creating you gotta keep the more creating you do it the better you get yeah yeah so you know when i see c mac out here doing it you know what i'm saying it's it, he's on his way a little, little, little bit a little bit yeah you know he's like 50 pick up Jay Stone, okay. Oh, all money in, no money out. Yeah, I wish you. Missing Nipsey Hussle, you know. I was thinking about him today. I was listening to Double Up. All right, uh, this is Friday. Oh, God, thank God. Barely made it this week, man. I'm telling you. That stuff. Whoo, how are you guys doing today? Two beautiful women in front of me. Wow. Wow. What lucky me. Wow, you're in a good mood. <laughs> I'm always in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you guys doing today? Huh? What's going on? I'm with you? great. I just left the Tupac exhibit downtown. At the Grammy Museum? It was incredibly. It's like right across from LA Live. Parking's only $10. I was really oh, impressed. $10? Mm-hmm. Were, they, were they hurting for people down there? Because normally that's not how. Yeah, I was right. I was surprised. I thought it was going to be like 35 but it was yeah. $10. $10. Um, hmm. The exhibit is amazing. I obviously grew up on the East Coast, so I was always more a little biggie than Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they just did such a great job just showcasing his life, his writing, so, his so thoughts. When you, when you, is this open to the public? I, I, uh, yeah, I think you can get tickets online, and it'll be here through July. But I just, there's, we talk a lot about now toxic masculinity. Yeah. And Tupac, from what I saw, just felt like the antithesis of that. He talked about his feelings, and he was very vulnerable with his process. It didn't feel... Like it oh, was toxic or what? No, it didn't. It felt like the opposite of no, toxic. If you if you go back and look at a lot of Tupac interviews and a lot of the stuff that he was talking about, he was a poet. He was ahead of his time, and he was talking about things that um, was affecting. I, I, I want to say just young Americans, but more specifically, Black Americans. Um, I think his mother or father was a Black Panther. Um, you know what I'm saying? So he kind of grew up in that Oakland area. Then he was on the East Coast for a little bit. Um, but the guy was, uh, I mean, if you just listen to a lot of his music and just listen to and, and kind of soak in the lyrics and, and there, you know, there are the, the gangster songs that he has out there, but he was a real poet. And, and just, just incredibly yeah. intelligent. I, they was reading about how when he was younger and used to get in trouble, his mom, I think, used to make him read the New York Times. Oh, really? Which, and then he got really into current events and newspapers, but that's how it started. Mm. And I love that they're showcasing some of his poems, some of his love letters. I mean, he had his gangster stuff too, but yeah. he was so multidimensional. It wasn't just a man is one thing. He's hard and it's about money and it's rough. No, he was a human and yeah. his emotions ran the gamut. And from what I saw, he wasn't afraid to express that. And I just thought it was really cool. I was like, wow, young black men need to see this. Oh, yeah. He I thought agree. for himself. Mm -hmm. And he was very young. Very, very young, young, isn't he? Yeah. Very. I was just really impressed. Let me see. When did Tupac die? How old was he? Tupac. 25. Did he die like in 90? 96, I think. Right? 96. 96. And Biggie died in 97, which is so weird. Yeah. Um, and I was watching something. They were talking about they... They were talking about who killed Tupac, and, and all signs point to Orlando Anderson. 
Um, it was just it's not too it's just not coincidental that he Orlando got beat up in the hotel and then you know hours later Tupac is shot in Vegas. Mm. Um, and it's very and very very weird that Orlando Anderson gets popped later on at a, at a um, at a I believe a car wash in Compton. But I think Orlando Anderson was the was the murderer of Tupac Shakur. Um, now who killed Biggie is still up. You know, um, a lot of people say it might have been revenge for Tupac. Um, it may have been people tie, tied to or associated with Suge Knight or Death Row Records. Uh, I wish we can get to the, the end of that. But I think Orlando Anderson is the killer of Tupac. Um, and I think we could say that for sure. Mm. I just think all signs point to him. We'll never know for sure, uh, 100%, because he's dead. But, um, yeah. And whoever, he, he must have told nobody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that secret didn't get out. But, you know, you get beat up by Tupac on, and it's on camera and it makes the headlines around the world. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of time before um, they tried to clap back, and they did. Uh, it's all so sad. It just sad. life taken so soon. But I think he left behind a great legacy. And same thing with Nip, Nipsey Hussle. Like, the fact that people are able to leave behind a great legacy that people can still learn from mm-hmm. long after their life is gone is really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's it's interesting though, look, as a kid watching watch that happen and it's like they seemed so much older than twenty five. Like twenty five yeah, is just so young. I know. You know, um and then you look at it now like, oh, they were only twenty five. Like were young. They were very babies young. still. Beyond really? babies. Yeah. Um all right, so a lot of stuff happening today. So we finally got confirmation on Kevin Samuels, the the, the guru, who who's all gonna be missed. Um some people will miss him. What? No? That's all I'm going to say. I, w- I don't want to disrespect anybody who's in the grave. Yeah. And I, like I, I, It's so weird to me that people are online publicly celebrating his death. But I'm not going to lie. Am I going to miss him? No. Yeah. You're not going to miss Kevin Samuels? No. I mean, I didn't know him as a person. I'm sure he added great things to whoever was in his life I'm assuming maybe but all I ever saw was bringing people down and making people feel bad about how they looked or how much money they made or how they were single yeah he seemed so. he seemed to disrespect women and I just feel bad for the women who really I'm sure there's elements of truth of some of the stuff he said there was a little bit of truth to some of the stuff yeah. but he was very he was vicious and he was mean and he hurt people and so I just I, I, mean, I f- speaking of legacies yeah. the, the last video we played on here yeah. from Kevin Samuels was him saying if you're 35 and unmarried you're a leftover right. woman right. and there's something you know wrong a, with that, you you know that's not you know where he got that from right where did he get it they from he got that from China what do you mean from China? Well, that's what they call women in China who don't get married by a certain age. They call it leftover women. Yeah, see? Well, I don't care where it came from. Like, is that the legacy you wanted to leave behind? That's the legacy. That's what we have to lean on. I'm over here like, yeah, Tupac said all these great things. And Kevin Samuels said, you're a six at best. Well, let's uh, let's uh, mm-hmm. let's let's reminisce about Kevin Samuels for a minute. Uh, here's uh, one of his classic clips of him rating a woman who called into his life. Hi, I'm... <clears throat> I don't know which the topic is tonight, but I just. How old guess. are you? Hmm? How old are you? Guess. Who play with me? 
Yeah, guess these nuts. <laughs> She said, she said, guess how old I am. And he hung up on her and, and he said, guess these nuts. Yeah, that's that's something wrong with that guy. So I was trying to speculate, like, what? Kevin Samuels didn't seem like he was in bad shape. He was very thin, you know, but it just goes to show drink what your time is up. Drink a lot of Red Bulls. A lot of, well, a lot of people keep pointing to that, but I, I, I don't know. Because he would always be like, I don't drink alcohol. This is Red Bull. I don't drink alcohol. I don't need that. It's Red Bull. I was thinking maybe it might have been some type of fentanyl thing, maybe, you know, because that's killing people. But then I, if he didn't if he didn't drink alcohol, maybe he didn't do drugs. Or maybe God was like, I'm tired of my people fighting. I want my black men and my black women to reconcile. I don't want them arguing about who brings more to the table and who's what number on a scale or who's high value and who's not. I want to bring them together. I brought them out of slavery so that they could work together, not tear them apart. And then he reached into his heart and was like, Hmm. no more. That or a woman he took home, you know, did one for the, took one for the team and and, uh, knocked him off. I hope that's not the case. Now that I would feel bad about, like (laughs) nobody deserves to be I mean, he met a woman yesterday uh, on the 4th and she came over and spent the night with him. And then uh, according to the police report I was looking at, um, he said he was feeling chest pains and then collapsed in her arms. She called the police. That, uh, what? He met a woman on the 4th. Is this true? Yeah, this is according to the I police report. I thought you report. just made this up. No, this is according to the police report. Oh, okay, go ahead. Say it again. Oh. He, met a, he, met a, he met this uh, Pacific Islander Hawaiian type woman on the 4th. And then on the 5th, you know, she came over and spent the night with him. And on the 5th, um, she said he was complaining about chest pains and then collapsed on her. And she called 911 and asked them to um, call the front desk to see if they had a defibrillator, defib- defibrillator down there because she was a nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so kind of, I'm kind of suspect that y'all women take Kevin Samuels out because he was speaking the truth. I don't know. I can't speak for what that woman did or didn't do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she did. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure there'll be more investigations. It was a heart failure, they said. Like, I mean, what did she... She could have poisoned him, I guess. I don't know, 56, man. That's she's that's still kind of young. That's Very why young. I feel like it was divine intervention. Divine intervention. I, I know. I'm not trying to sound like a bad person. I completely get it. Someone passed away. It's why I would never get online. Like, some of these memes are just like, I'm sure there were good parts of his life. You know, you can't be, def- I'm not going to define all of yeah. who he is by a few videos. So... There's that. It sucks that you finally make it popular and then all of a sudden you die. I mean, that's just horrible. Absolutely just, horrible. You, you think know, he's in the heaven raiding angels? I said to my mm-hmm. sister yesterday, but did the people cry when David killed Goliath? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody did. did. People cry? <laughs> Are people going to cry when Trump dies? Yeah, there's people who love there, Trump. There's going to be people who's going to I mean, cry. Kevin has a very loyal, supportive group out there. There's a group of men out there who love him. So I'm sure they're all... You know, weeping today. Kevin's but should in. we manufacture, like, being sad if we're not really sad? I don't like being fake. No. You shouldn't manufacture that. Kevin's in heaven rating angels. Kevin, do you think I have what it takes to be with Jesus? He's going to be like, all right, angel, on a scale of one to ten, your feather's a little dusty. dusty. You a five at best. You're five at best. You think you can get with Jesus, a high-value man? Yeah, like, no, I'm going to need you to oh dust them, them wings off a little bit. Yeah, it's very sad. Or he's looking down at us just laughing. Who knows? Or up at us. Or maybe, listen, maybe he got the best and checked out. I mean, we're stuck on this earth trying to figure it out, and he doesn't have to do anything now. He's up to rest. Yeah. You know, maybe he got the better of uh, of the situation, you know, to where it's just like, eh. I do think the irony.
and he was kind of sad how he was always, you know, calling women leftovers for being alone, and then he died alone. Alone, exactly. Well, alone. I, th- I, I think. Nah. I, I think. Well, he because it wasn't about him; it was about you. I think it was just writing. I think he was just. I think what he was doing was being re- a realist when it when it came to what women wanted to aspire, the type of man they wanted to aspire to, and just being... In his opinion. In his opinion, yes, absolutely. And and I also think that there's definitely a space to have a conversation about your expectations. I think in general, men and women sometimes will not do certain things for themselves or take care of themselves, but then have very high expectations of their partner. Mm -hmm. I think that is a fair conversation to have, a trauma-informed conversation that's fair and not bashing. Like, there's space for that conversation. Yeah, there, there is. There, there is. And I think that is a good conversation to have because I think we do have expectations for our partners. Some of us, some of them are unrealistic um, in, in regards to women and men. Um, that, you know, maybe we need to sit down and, and, and back away from the expectations of, of our partners and just see what works for you Except instead of them like for who yeah. they are. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I hear I've heard like women talk about I didn't get married for love. I got married so we could build something. I'm like, uh, I mean, it just sounds so mechanical. I mean, but, but logically, people marry for different reasons. Okay. And marrying for love is relatively new. For years, it was about joining families. A lot of marriages, their parents well, you know, were putting together because yeah. they want to build empires. Let's talk about that when we come forward is that what 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 should you get married for? I always I always thought and to this day I still think that you should get married for love. You know what I'm saying? And and, and get married for love and then work on everything else. Can all the married yeah. people call in and chime in because yeah. I'm actively trying to answer that question for myself as a poet and I think about relationship and next steps. Yeah. What what do you get married for? Is it convenience? Is it is it for cheap? It's cheaper. You get tax write-offs. Is it just for love? Because then it doesn't really matter where you are economically. Yeah. Yeah. Is it for I don't know having well, I a think support the, deal for just kids. I think the economic the economics you can work on together if you put your mind together. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think two people working is better than one. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this. Call me. I'll see your phone call. We'll get to you in, in a second. Eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. As we always invite you into the conversation. A lot of stuff to talk about today. Uh, richest Black Americans. There's a list that came out with that. Ooh. Um, imagine being robbing someone and then like ten years later they come back and confront you for robbing them. That happened to a major artist out there. We'll talk about that. Um, wow. Just a lot of stuff to get to. We'll get to all of it uh, in your phone calls. It's KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. Brady and the Ad Council. Amplifying progressive voices for KBLA Talk 1580. All right, let's go to and Gardena. What's up, Kwamel? Yo, yo. So uh, well, before, before, before I get into the young topic at hand, First off, uh, we, last are you week, here to, are, Nor- oh, you're not here to pay homage for uh, Kevin Samuel's death. I just wonder. I mean, I'm going to get to that. I'm, I'm not a. I wasn't a. I wasn't a big Kevin Samuel's person. I mean, you know, this you know broken clock right twice a day type things. But first off, Don, I wanted to say real quick. I I I I, I came I came I came to Florence and Normandy right right after Danny was on and left right before you came on. So uh-huh. I missed you both. Oh no! What time did you yeah. come? What time did you come, Kwame? It was like uh, it was like eight something. I had to head to work, but you know, because I I, I, oh, I, I, I was called, there. I called Dominique I, show I, off. I was there. I didn't. I didn't leave until uh, ten. You were dedicated and came before work. That's dope. Yeah, man. I was there. That's I didn't sweet. leave until ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I left maybe yeah. right at nine. I had I had a um, I had a deadline of something that that popped up that somebody was hitting me up. Somebody else 
somebody die? Oh, no. Uh, 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 New Orleans is open back up, so I had some work that came through from New Orleans I had to do. So I had to get out of there by, sure. by a certain time. Uh, but, man, thank you for coming by. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. We'd like to have met more of y'all. You know, Dominique, you know, then she acknowledged when we Wait, talked, wait. Uh, she was week. there, though. Dominique uh, was there. She was there for the whole show. No, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying yeah, she and oh. I met, and, and, oh, okay. and, she acknowledged, and she acknowledged that when we when we, when we talked on her show this week. Oh, okay. And Kiara, and Kiara, when are you and the poet going to come out to a poetry spot? There's always great events happening. Wait, you know, which Swam spot? going on what? tonight and watch. Well, you know, there's the, the fly. Saying, you and the poet. There's you gotta the, come, well, there's you the fly. come out to a poetry event. We need to hear that man on the mic. The, there's the so, fly I mean, poet that does. going on Yeah, the fly poet. Does yeah, stuff yeah. and then what's going on to watch tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My man, my man, yeah, John Hensley, that's my man with Fly okay. Poet. But yeah, Swam is going Swam is going on tonight and watch. Swam and watch Anthony Boogie Rucker. Cool. Yes, at the at the center, WLCAC. And uh, my man, my man Boogie, Anthony Rucker's gonna be rocking the feature tonight. I'm gonna spit a little something, something. Oh, new hey, are you a poet yeah. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get down. Come on, I've been, I've been at this club. Qu- Quamel, send me, so, uh, you know, we gonna... send me, send, can you send me an email with all the? Yeah, send, send the information because we do love open mics. He used to do a ton of them. He's been doing more like commission pieces, and he just did a piece for, yeah. um, you know, Erica from Mary Mary. It was her birthday. Oh wow! Oh. And her husband Warren okay, hired him okay. to do like a piece for her birthday. Oh, that was really cool. Right. Yeah, but I think right, he wants right, to get right, back right. to like the the open mic stuff. So yeah, send it over. Yeah, Don at uh, SmileyAudioMedia.com. To send that to me, Donna at okay, smileyaudiomedia.com, sure. okay? I got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll take care of that as soon as, soon as I get off. Um, Did you want to so, say yeah, a little poem for, uh, for, for Kevin Samuels? Yeah, you want to spit a piece? <laughs> that's that's not going to happen. <laughs> wow. No, nah, but I mean, no, nah, no. Nah. And I'm not a, I'm not like, I'm not a, I'm not a massive detractor, nor am I a big fan of his. Yeah. Because again, you know, he's one of those kind of broken clock white twice a day type people. Yeah, 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 yeah. I the think thing, that, yeah. The, the, the main thing, the main thing I can't stand. And geez, why you, you're killing me with the tap? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a circus. It's a circus, man. Okay. Stop that. But now, also, uh, the, the the thing again, going to the circus point is black men and black women just always go to their little corners and they play their little tribal games. And and Kevin Samuels is just one of those folks that kind of saw the money in that yeah. and played to it. Let me ask you a question. And, and that's, yeah. and that's well, we, you know, we were talking. We we're, you know, in the Kevin Samuels conversations. Um, what? Because I've, you know, I've, I've. It's weird. I grew up thinking you should get with someone because you love them. You know what I'm saying? And then you build off of the love. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you think you should be? What are important things to get into a relationship over? Well, or get married too. These days, these days, folks are, are extra transactional. But the the thing that ends up being what matters is: Do you enjoy that person's company? Does being with them in everything that you're doing in life feel right? Um, do, do you want to wake up next to this person every morning? In addition to, are there bills together? Um, is this person going in a, de- a decent trajectory in life? All of it matters, ultimately. You know, and yeah, I, you know, one thing I'm on with black, with, with, with young black men and black boys is. You know, kids got to get their education and they trade together early. That's what the Father's Nation is about. We got to have that stuff early because yeah, we yeah. see that the women are dissatisfied with us because of not having it together and, and being all up in the street stuff and you know all the all the rap and hoop dreams business. Are, are we, we dissatisfied we with off that and become realistic? Are we are we dissatisfied with the women too though? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, but I, but I think it also I think it goes back to the 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 propaganda of. You know, previous times with Reagan with the welfare queen thing, and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, you know some of the other stuff that we 
we're so prone to propaganda about one another that, you know, we think, oh, like, oh, we're nothing but thugs and we're nothing but, you know, cheaters and, and abusers and, and losers. Like and you know, Exactly. Exactly. And still and living and at your mama and house. And, 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 and both of us and both black men and black women play these games on the Internet where they think they're morally superior to one another. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and people just love feeding into it. And like I, like I said on on, uh, on on all social media this morning, that they do it because they're hurt, they're insecure, or they're bored. I mean, it's it's the same thing we saw right after, uh, you know, some of the 2020 shutdowns went down and the whole racial reckoning thing that sooner or later it was like, oh, uh, why don't I just fire this off and see if I can, like, upset a few people just to troll one another. But everybody feeds up into it because we're so insecure and so cynical about ourselves. Yeah, in the, the and, and that and that and, and Kevin and Kevin was just a cat that said, "Oh, well, that's where the money is." It's like Candace says, "Oh, well, these right wingers like mm -hmm. like people to, to tell them what they want to hear and blow yeah. smoke." Oh, okay. Well, why not go get paid for it? Yeah, you know, and it's nothing. It's nothing more than that. It's it's no different. It's no different. Yeah, I I I, I for me, I got to be able to be cool with you you know what i'm saying like to me i can we can oh, work yeah. we, we can work on every other thing that we got going on whether it's debt or whether it's buying a house or whatever we can put together a plan and sit there and execute that plan but like if i if the foundation of like i can't i'm not in love with you and i don't have to be like you know just like google gaga drooling over you every time i see you but like if i'm like yeah, yeah. if i don't really like miss you and, and enjoy your company then i don't think it's for me I don't think it's going to work, no matter how good you look on paper to me, because that to me that does, that that stuff doesn't matter, because you know I've been the guy who just makes the money o o over years, you know what I'm saying? So I I, I don't really pay attention yeah. to how much money you bring to the table. Maybe I should, I, I don't know. For, yeah. But for me, it's always been but, but, it's uh, always but, been love for me, and then we can figure out a plan to attack the rest of the well, stuff. Well, that's together. why a lot of it to but, me, but, I I agree with him that it feels like a circus online because I can only speak to the black women and men that I know in my life. They're not like that. Like the black women are supportive of the black men, and all of the black men that I personally know in my life yeah. are very supportive of black women. But then you get online you and there's why? this narrative that we hate each other. Why? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. It's, it's got to come up off the Internet and you got to look at yourself and say, OK, do I care about black people enough to be on code, to not feed into these Internet narratives to not, and to not be in relationships only for like these transactional reasons? Do I love black love? Do I love black company? These, these are things that we have to think about as progressives and as, you know, pro-black or, or conscious folks. Mm -hmm. I don't know about all that woke stuff. I'm not, I'm not into the term woke. Well, I, I'm into woke, but it's been, all, all it's been hijacked. Be, it's, it's been hijacked. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's kind of corny to yeah. me. But, but, but ultimately, yeah, but, but we got to bring it back and not let the loud and wrong voices take over all the GD time. Yeah. And, and and but people are so into that, and they're so messiah prone, and they're gonna look for the next one because there's gonna there's gonna be a next one. There's gonna be the next Bannister guy. Or, uh, Carmen, or hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on one second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you finish when we get on the other side of the break. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You have the right to remain silent, but don't, but don't let them hear you on KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio, KBLA Talk 1580. Hey, Kwamel, thank you. I got your email, man. I appreciate you. Uh, you know, we're talking about reasons for getting uh, into a relationship uh, on the heels of the death of uh, uh, the, one of the greatest gurus to ever live. And uh, You're there, joking. There needs to be a book written about this yeah, man. Ha, 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 Hilarious. As we take time to remember uh, the life and legacy of the... 
Honorable um, Kevin Samuels, who passed away. Let's just take a moment. We're not going to be able to hear him rate women anymore. (laughs) Oh, I'm so sad about that. My friends don't have to go on any more dates where men are saying, I'm a high-value man. What are you going to do for me? I never listen. To be honest, I never liked the high-value man thing. It it just seemed very divisive and very um, transactional. And even as men, this is what I don't understand. I don't look at men and attribute value based upon how much money they make, which I do know that some people do that. I know that that exists. I know that there are women out there that are like that. But why would you allow another man to call himself high value in comparison to you? You're valuable because you exist. You're valuable because God created you and you're fearfully and wonderfully made, not because someone said you make X amount of money. And I didn't think, I didn't think, I don't think people really understood what, like the type of man he was talking about. I think that Kevin Samuels was talking about a man who just had a lot of money and, and wealth and connections that really, um, it, probably did not necessarily like i don't know was not going to cater to you well if you and really you were just like a pretty face for him if you really think about it let's think about the men he was talking about and let's see who who's in their lives like you really have well, to think about yeah. that so if he's really talking about some of these men that are very wealthy some of these men that uh, are entertainment Typically, yeah. they have trophies, and so. No, no but not not all of them, though, because because you can look at somebody like a, a P Diddy or Sean Combs, and he's kind of like a playboy who has gone from woman to woman to woman over the years. Although he had a decent, steady relationship with Cassie, but that didn't really last long. Well, I'm talking, I'm talking about people that have like buku buku money. Well, I mean, Diddy does. Diddy, Diddy's got money, but then also he was also talking about an individual kind of like uh, Magic Johnson, who has had his wife Cookie, although. He does fit into that category of Magic Johnson wasn't faithful to Cookie, right? You but know? but I don't. His wife wasn't ugly either. I no. mean, you, you, you we're talking about they don't. But she, I, I don't know. If she's the trophy that he was talking, or you're talking or, about. But to him, everybody's, I, you know, idea of beautiful is different. True Everybody that. who who says, it, you know, like you might say, your girlfriend that you're with now is your trophy, and it might might not be like somebody else's trophy. Maybe to Magic Johnson, yeah. she was loyal and she was like a trophy and beautiful in his eyes. Well, to me, like, so it just depends. Like like the girl I'm with now she just hits differently on so many levels like she's beautiful number one she's gorgeous but 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 to me what what really makes me like her is her person our personalities mesh and we're very um we're like non-aggressive we're very kind of soft in a sense of like we we like calmness we don't like a lot of busy stuff going on she 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 gives me room to breathe as a woman you know what i'm saying without is down my but throat. But so you're at a, a, a you you're at a good age where you know exactly what you want. If we're talking about he's talking about like some of these NBA players and NFL players. They but, have But he also would say, but I'm not talking about athletes. Oh, oh, is he? Yeah, he said that like a n- number of times. Well, I'm talking the, about high-value men who aren't athletes. We, the the, the okay. way he broke it down and, and this is yeah. coming out of his mouth. The way he broke it down was he said a high-value man is a man who has money and has a network 
that is um, that 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 basically I can make a phone call and get something going on right now. Like I can make a you know like Tavis Smiley would be a high value man. But see, he, he in has, my opinion, if you are a man who is a fifth grade teacher and doing dope things in the community, you too are a high value exactly. man. I don't care what Kevin Samuels had to say about it. You're worthy. You're doing great things in the community, and I don't understand why we would even rank people based on well, because their some, value. Well, because some women may look at that teacher as like, oh, you make a teacher salary no that's not good yeah, for me and i don't want to be broke toxic so why even play into that like that's toxic because there was an audience for that that's why yeah, he played into it there was exactly. a lot of women who wanted that there, there was a lot of women who felt that they deserved more than what they could attain and they were constantly you know looking for his approval when when i just watched it i'm like every time i watch a woman on his live and i'm like why are you subjecting yourself to this a torture but you know what I, I think about too not to cut you off yeah. but a lot of black people have grown up statistically over the last couple of generations without fathers in their life and i've heard women say that didn't have fathers in their life sometimes that they're just looking for a man to give them affirmation because mm. i think there is something powerful about having a man in your life look you in the eye and say you're worthy and so if you're not getting it from a romantic partner, you didn't get it from a dad. I think some people were looking at him or they'll look to other men like, C- can you validate me? Well, and I, I understand yeah. it. I think we're yeah. all dealing with a little bit of trauma from our childhood, you know, I, and, because, and, I, and, I, and some of it may come from our parents and some of it may be coming from life that has affected us, you know. Um, and, and you're right. I think we are. Sometimes we are looking for validation in other people. Some of us will come to a recognition that that's what we're doing and work to correct that and validate ourselves. Yeah, of course. You know, and so, you know, that's, but that's work that, that you're putting in on, on yourself. I think a, I, another thing I noticed that Kevin, Kevin saying was it. A lot of the women that he had on his lives, they were all young. Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you. Early 30s. But I've never, I, I've only heard him on your show. That's yeah. not somebody I would ever watch because I felt that everything that he said was, well, first of all, it was um, redone. Like he, he did something that other people have done through the uh, years. So, I'm not Don Amos. Um, um, Tom Likas. Tom Likas. So, but he, he did it, you know, and, and he attracted a black crowd. Oh, well, Tom, Tom, Tom Likas, he had, he had a big crowd. Mostly Latinos loved but him. But he was a lot more mean to women. He was more like. Well, this guy sounded pretty mean to women, well, too. Well, Tom Likas was basically like women are only good for one thing. And his audience was male not necessarily female though the females love to call in and argue with them he had a lot of men but his, his his audience was men and tom likas was like hey they're only good for one thing they're going to use you they're going to d- dust you dry and there's a certain woman out there that does do that but you can't blanket every woman for that and it's just you know when, when it comes to relationships i think it's all a nuanced approach to what works for you at the end of the day and what doesn't work for you at the end of the day i don't think there's no one size fits all and i i i I, I blame social media and Instagram and maybe not so much TikTok, but maybe Facebook for these lives that people curate online that 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 some people see and they're like, yeah, that's the that's the type of woman or man I want. I want this. Mm. You know, let's go to Roger in Temecula. One of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Roger called me out this uh, this week, said I was wrong, but I still love you, Roger. What's going on with you, man? Hey, my brother. <clears throat> Look, I'm breaking the mold. The young lady you got now. Uh, you know, I, I think she 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 sounds like she fits you, and uh, you know, go with it. But I've been married fifty years, man. Five oh coming up in July, yeah. and w- what started out, we were friends at first. We were friends. We uh, we planned out uh, our our future together. 
we 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 had when we got married. Uh, we planned our children. We didn't have children off the bat, and uh, we had a vision of. Uh, just working together, laughing, and keeping it funny, man. If you don't keep it funny, yeah. and the other important, the other important thing, when the money gets funny, the honey gets funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah, but listen, yeah. I, I, I'm pretty sure you've been through some ups and downs throughout your life, money wise, yes, yeah. as, as we all go through that. What did your wife do when things got a little tight? I mean, did she just buckle down and say, "All right, let's 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 figure this out," or was there kind of a nagging with you, or you know, what was it? You know, it's a good question. Well, you know, I was in the valley of financial darkness at one time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I switched jobs. I got a good job. She had a good, stable job. And we were spending money like most young couples do. <laughs> yeah. But uh, we learned from our mistakes that, hey, this this isn't the right, you know, avenue to take. Let, let's, you know, we, we went out and splurged some money. We, and uh, we, we regrouped. We saved our money. And, uh, again, uh if the if the money's funny, the honey's funny. And, 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 and uh, no, that's that's true, bro. No, no, it, it is so, true because nobody. You, you, if you got two people, you shouldn't be struggling. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So she she followed my vision, and we yin and yang. Uh, we, we're setting we set ourselves up where we're we're comfortable. Uh, we've got our children set up. You know, uh, we're one of those uh, aberrations of black people that you say, wow. You know, we, we get quite a bit of wealth, you know. So, but it's about having fun, yin and yang. And like you said earlier, yeah, you can have your moments. But we still laugh at each other, you know. You, you know, she might be a little rounder. I might be a little plumper. <laughs> but you know what? That's so cute. You still, but you love each other. You got you got love as a foundation to hold you together, right? So would you say that Absolutely. it's the friendship is the reason you all have lasted so long? Absolutely. friend and I broke up with my friend and 
So my sister said, well, you know, you know, call this girl up. I said, I don't need to call her up, you know. And when I did, I let her know. I gave her the foundation. Hey, look, I just broke up. You broke up. I don't want any part of any long-term relationship. <laughs> and, then, and next thing I do, man. It's 50 years later. Year to, <laughs> I was falling in love, man. I was like, other guys were, like, looking at her. But, you know, and even then, I didn't, I didn't, you know, grab her. I just said, uh, and, uh, you know, I, she... Uh, you know, I fell in love. I, I just like it hit me like a bombshell. Damn, I'm in love with this woman. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know what, and that's that's a that's a beautiful thing, and that's how I think that's organic. You know, I yeah. think that the the yeah. woman that I'm with uh, you know now, she 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 asked me out, which is. I was like, yeah. oh, that's a first. I'm like, okay, let me let me check out. Let me go where I'm celebrated over here. You know? Let me go it, it where I'm celebrated. Nice. Yes. yes. I love that. Well, like, yeah, it sounds like you got something. It sounds like you got something. So, and, and like you, she's mature, you, you, and the, like the young lady said, you, you're maturing a little bit. You don't want all that drama, and yeah. you guys sync together, you know, on, on your thoughts. So, you know, let it work out, brother. All right, Roger. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, keep, keep that marriage strong. Tell the wife we said hi, okay? I share with my brother. Oh, you got it, man. All right, Roger and Temecula out there. I, you know, when, and that's another thing, how you know you're kind of with somebody. It's like when you're in sync. Yeah. When you're kind of thinking about them and then they call you. You know, it's, it's just very interesting. I think you guys are perfect for one another. And I, I saw a couple of her videos and I was like, oh, she's so perfect for Dawn. And she's she's beautiful. She's smart. And you can tell she's a really nice mom and a nice person. She's perfect for you. Dope. Yeah, I... I don't dislike very many people in the world. There's like a very little list, and Candace Owens is at the top. <laughs> but I also don't really find people that I'm like, wow, I'm really, I really like this person. Yeah. I don't find that that often. Yeah. And I actually really like engaging with your girl's content, and I like how she shows up in the world, and I like how she uses her voice. She's I, yeah, it's just weird. I just wasn't I wasn't looking. You know, I know, and that's when you find when you're not looking. It's I, crazy. I, I wasn't looking. It just yeah. kind of happened, and I'm like, whoa, what is this? And it just turned into something that's just this really whirlwind thing, and it's just a. And please keep it up because you're in a good mood. You're always happy. And I'm always not, in a good mood. What are you talking about? Every really, day, every day. Really. Only you two make me drink. Oh please! All right, more of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 15 Part out loud. KBLA Talk 1580. We knew you'd stick around. This is LA's home for progressive talk radio. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome back, Donna. Meet first, everybody. Christian Kiara. We're you know talking about Kevin Samuels and uh, his his death. Uh, the late Kevin Samuels, I guess you could say, his uh, mother really kind of found out about his death through social media, which was you know that's I, terrible. Very, very terrible. It's a because terrible way to find out. We got one more break. Or is it? Yeah, oh, top. Yeah. So I, I was, look, I was looking at him. I, I didn't really know there was no, you know, there. And I know TMZ was probably trying their hardest to find out what was going on because they wanted to break the story. But it's kind of hard when a lot of blogs are talking about it because you don't know what's real. And and there was no really news outlet, no official news outlet reporting on it. Although Revolt, I think, got it right first. Um, but they're not known for a news organization. Um, they're more music type news yeah. um, and culture at the same time too so it was very um, I just didn't you didn't know what to believe and I was like well maybe he got some bad fentanyl because that's happening around here but maybe his ticker just went out and it's very sad that his mother had to learn through social media um, you know and, and you know it was a there was a, a police incident report that confirmed him? it. Um, um, could you could you clear so that up he, one more time? For he me. met a girl on the fourth. Okay. She came over to the house, yeah. spend the night with him, 
And on the fifth, he, you know, he kind of got up and was having chest pains and collapsed on the girl, and the girl called nine one one. Okay, sounds very suspicious to me. It just sounds weird, but then again, it nobody knows his health situation. Right, nobody, nobody knows. knows. I mean, he may have been dealing with something that we we don't even know what what yeah. was really going on, and so that's another thing. You know, we just we, all we are is just quarterbacking and looking on the out on the outside, looking in. You know, he may have been dealing with some stuff. You know, um, everybody keeps pointing to the Red Bull, and I'm like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not drinking Red Bull anymore. I know. I, I hope they don't have to make a statement like Peloton did when Big died. Oh like, yeah, Red oh. Bull does not lead to heart attacks. Yeah, the rumors no. aren't true, or maybe yeah. they do. I don't. Uh, know. I mean, it's just caffeine. I, I mean, I mean, too much of anything is not good it's for not you. Not good for you. But I mean, I, I mean, how much Red Bull was he drinking? Uh, well, he had one every episode. Yeah, and I mean, he'd be like, I don't drink alcohol. No, no, I, I drink Red Bull instead. How much Maybe Red Bull can kill you? Let's see here. How much? Oh, how much Red Bull can kill you? Let me Google that. Can kill you. And I'll start a new rumor. Kevin yeah. Samuels died from Red Bull consumption. While safe in doses of caffeine by vary by individual, current research recommends limiting caffeine to 400 milligrams per day or less, or less in healthy adults. As one small eight to point four ounce can of Red Bull provides 75 milligrams. So. Maybe four of those. You shouldn't drink no more than who wants to drink four Red Bulls in one day though. Some people That's do it. A lot. Do they? Yes, yes, some people also, do it. Also, can we make a law where news outlets are not allowed to report on deaths until the families have been alerted? Because no. I think the same thing happened with Kobe. I just don't think it's so insensitive to report to the masses without died. making sure the families haven't had time to grieve You're and find out first. Well, right. now you got that First Amendment. You got to worry about that, you know, and you got to protected free speech, and I that's just, what it is. It's so disrespectful. It, it is. It's very disrespectful, but, you know, we're a very disrespectful nation. That's like, cool. as much as I can dislike his brand and all of that, he's still a human being, mm-hmm. and I believe if God created him, he has worth, and you owe somebody respect and death. Yeah. To the very, at the very least, let his mom know. I know. I right. Know. Um, yeah, and a lot of people who did not like him were, were saying very kind things also, uh, or who didn't agree with him. Let me see if I can find one, some of those. Also, black Twitter's going in on the other side, making jokes about his death. Uh, well, yeah, and that was a nasty thing, too. Like, it's not funny to, to make fun, regardless of whether how you felt about Kevin Samuels. A man did die. It was a little funnier yesterday when it was just a rumor because people were like, oh, watch, he's going to pop up and to call himself Lazarus. Less funny today now that it's actually been confirmed. There's space for, I think, productive conversation. My hope (laughs) is that we move forward as black men and women and say, hey, let's leave behind the whole he said, she said, you bring this, I bring that. Let's find ways to collaborate and work together, be on the same team. Because we got white people who don't want us to succeed. The very least we can do is be on each other's team. Dr. Umar Johnson uh, put a post out that says, rest in paradise, brother. I did not agree with the message or the method, but I've seen our community repeatedly celebrate celebrities who have done far worse than Mr. Kevin Samuels. I don't like to see insults and mockery aimed at our recently departed he has a family and possibly children. I send them my deepest condolences and ask the Most High to shrink his fault and expand his virtues. Mm. May the answers receive him with good fortune and on, on the other side, which I think is, is a very beautiful tribute um, to an individual who's passed away. You know, you may not agree with what he did, but I'm pretty sure there was some value in his conversations. Or And you're also going to say he had a private business outside of the social media stuff where he, he, he probably helped people. Mm-hmm. And obviously women did like him because a woman came over to his house. you know. <laughs> so there was some value in him. And, and even of- if I find zero value, you're a human. Like yeah. I just feel like if you're a human being, I'm going to give you respect. 
Res- yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and um, you know, and that's something I've learned over the years. You know what? Let, let's not make fun of people who die, and uh, you know, just uh, wish no, their family nothing, well. There's nothing funny about that. All right, it's KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. KBLA fifteen eighty Santa Monica.